Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi guys, and welcome to a brand new podcast uh, called Playing Out of the Back, where, where I'll be joined by two familiar faces within the non-league world, um, discussing everything around Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, basically everything football, um, and anything we can shed some light on, we will do that. Uh, we'll be joined by guests uh, weekly. Uh, where we can. If not, you'll be stuck with these three geniuses that you're going to be listening to for the next 45 minutes. Uh, and today I'm joined by what will be the regulars, Mo Spencer and Aaron White. How are you guys doing? Yeah, all good today. All good. Looking forward yeah, to it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the discussions and um, yeah, looking forward to the new podcast, to be honest. Now, guys, we film on a Sunday. And before we got started, these guys were gasping for water. So something tells me they had a good night. Um, was, was it was it celebrating the England win or was it just a night out for you guys? It was. It was, um, it was actually my birthday, to be honest. Um, well, my birthday's next week, um, but yeah, just did the celebrations a week earlier because um, we could get everyone around. Um, so yeah, few drinks last night, few shots. In fact, too many shots and loads of water this morning. <laughs> how it how it should be done how it should be done now someone I don't think who's celebrating at the moment um, is Lionel Messi he is uh, I think everyone kind of deep down in their heart knew that he was never leaving Barca um, even though the toys came out the pram definitely a little bit more than normal um, and was obviously underlining issues going on at Barca Um how do you see this one playing out? He's got he's got a year left on his deal, um, and they're obviously forcing him to to stay with the seven hundred million euro release clause and the fact that he's on a million euros a week. Um, I'll start with you, Mo. I suppose. Do, do you think this is going to happen again in, in, in uh, next summer, or, or do you see something else happening? Um, you know what? I I actually took a, a different view on this, and um, when I saw the when I saw the news break, 
um, and I saw his intent to leave, I honestly, I thought, I thought it's it could, it's going to be crazy, and I thought, but this is going to happen because. I looked at the situation, I looked at the team that he was going to be going into, the Man City team, the way they play, and I thought, if there's one place where he can go, age 33, they can build a team around him uh, quite easily, Man City works for him. I, I, was thinking, I was looking at the figures, I was thinking, the money's not an issue commercial-wise, and I was thinking, this, this is going to happen. So, when he's when he did the U-turn, I actually thought this guy is—it's it's a mad one because at this point in time would be the perfect time for him to go because he could prove himself in the Premier League and stuff like that. So yeah, I think—I mean, next season I don't know whether he's gonna—he's going to be Barcelona forever now. Because if there was any, if there was ever any a time that he could go, it'd be now. And if he ain't gonna go now, he's gonna be Barcelona forever. They're gonna do, pull out all the stops to keep him there. So, yeah, I don't think we'll see a repeat of this. This is it, done and dusted. They'll probably sign a new contract before Christmas, and that'll be that on this one overall. Yeah. And what, what about you, Aaron? What are you thinking? Uh, I had a different mindset to Mo. To be honest, I I thought he was uh, he was looking to prove some kind of point, uh, either behind the scenes or however they run their club but yeah I definitely believe that uh, he was never going to leave and although I, I agree with Mo that it's done and dusted now though There's, he's never he's never leaving them never is, is it is it getting a bit a bit it's just getting tedious it's like every it's every summer and it's kind of showing you that that really he has the power I know they've kind of said they stopped mm-hmm. him but it's like panic stations that he's going to go and there's talks of obviously Barca having issues with the wage bill, and they've, you know, the guy is on a million euros a week now. If he's going to go, even if it was like, look, we can't really afford for you to uh, to go on a free, I'm sure he would have been okay with, of like, you know, going for even if it's 50 million euros, because at the end of the day, most teams that would pay that now, they're going to recoup recoup that back in a week. Mm. You know, yeah. that, mm. that's what. You got to look at Ronaldo. When obviously it's been a few years since he he left Man United, um, but he went to he went to Real Madrid. They recouped the money instantly. They got the same money back <laughs> once once he left and went to Juventus. You know, this is this is the crazy thing is that, you know he was holding his value and obviously Messi could have still got that money. People would have done it. The marketing is crazy. Yeah. I think, as you mentioned, look, the money, the money, and the figures worked. Obviously, with uh, with Man City, I think the idea was that he would sign for them, and then the, the deal is he goes over to to New York for, and, and play for them because they're obviously part of the same same group. Um, so, you know, for Barca, it would have been a smart move probably to take that money and, and rebuild. They got you know, got Griezmann and Dembele sitting there. <laughs> You know, scratching their heads, going, "Well, I'm still not going to get." <laughs> it's actually the, the bad. It's actually mad. We're talking yeah. about I, 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 he's the best. Of course, he's the best player in the world, but he's 33, and they're still so, like they're doing everything in their power. He might only have two more years it left in him. They're doing everything in his power, pulling in their power, pulling out all the stops to keep him. Now might have actually been the perfect time to pull away from him and say, okay. We'll take 120 million euros, get him off the wage bill, 
Allen, as you say, uh, Dembele, Griezmann. They got two of a great front three there. They only need yeah. you know another another cog to that. Um, they got good midfielders in there. De Jong. They just signed Pjanic. Is it Pjanic? Yeah. Yeah. That, just yeah. Signed him. Um, backline needs a bit of work. But you say backline needs a work, bit of work. But they got Umtiti, Longley. I know, P. You know what? You know what? When you when you actually look at it, yeah, as crazy as it as crazy as it seems, it might have been a good deal for all parties. Barcelona got the best the best out of him. Yeah, they get 120 20, uh, million euros. They get a million a week off the wage bill, and they get to build around Griezmann and Dembele. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's you know it's not bad. I've got to say that you know the players you've mentioned though it's an aging t- it is an aging team. Other than Griezmann and um, obviously Dembele we mentioned there, but I mean, do, do you feel that you know we're gonna? I'm not just talking about Messi now, but do you see Barca really regaining that the the, the sort of top heights of La Liga with this aging team and and uh, little money coming into the to the club? I I think Barcelona are in heaps of trouble. I think going forward, the decline from them in the next few years, I think, is going to be massive. A bit like uh, AC Milan about 20 years ago. Top, top players back then, winning trophies, Italy and Europe. And then I don't think they've even done anything since 2010, 2011. Mm. I think Barca could follow that pattern. They, they, I think they need seriously need four or five world-class players I mean, they're losing Suarez as well by the looks of things. Uh, obviously, Messi's publicly stayed; doesn't want to be there. They need, they need Mbappe and a top-class striker. I'm not even too sure why they haven't even pounced on a Bamiang or uh, or Thiago. Get Thiago back in the midfield. I think it's generally a money problem. There. I just generally don't think mm. they have the money. You know, with the coronavirus, Barca and Real Madrid both obviously rely on those stadium tours and you know having sort of the 60,000 plus people coming in each to each game they were relying heavily on that and, and without that you know what have they got to do you kind of look at it in mm. Barcelona though now and they go they got 400 million for Neymar and it's like what have they got to show for it because yeah. you know I, I think they, it's like panic buyers really with the 100 million on Dembele 100 million for Griezmann 100 million for you know the, these players that are coming in that aren't really setting the world of like really uh, to the levels that they want whereas you look at you know someone like a Liverpool who earned and spent what 160 million on um, Alisson and, and uh, Virgil you know that those are the yeah. that was spent wisely yeah you know, that's, and and that's what they're, they're missing on and that so yeah I, I think the messy thing is is uh, it, you know it was it was a, like you say best time would have been for him to go now yeah um, I think next year we're going to have the same thing unless they, they suddenly go here's some more money but to do that the business model is all wrong Yeah. if you give a 33 year old yes. who's already on a million euros a week more money yeah it's crazy <laughs> but you yeah. know this you know this is Barcelona team if you look at it if you look at Barcelona and Real Madrid they've sort of switched roles now, if you remember back in the day uh, Real Madrid took this sort of approach they just go out by the best player that there was yeah, yeah. For, the, for the money and then just have them all at the club and they, you can't it doesn't it doesn't guarantee you trophies you know what I mean because they, when yeah. they tried the Galacticos thing with like they just buy Zidane one year then or Robinho the next it was just the yeah. biggest player with no sort of structure as to how the team was going to be built it was just like get the best player 
get them all on the pitch and let's see what happens. And that's yeah. what Barcelona have done. But then alongside that, they've got people like the loyal team, people like Busquets and PK. And these guys are 34, 35 year old players. They get contracts on the quiet. You don't even know it's happening. They're on big money. I had a check on them. Um, on their wages and you know you've got Busquets 300 fouls like you wouldn't even ima- imagine that yeah. it's crazy Busquets 35 <laughs> years old on 300 fouls they can't get him off the wage bill Rakitic big money PK big money and they it's it's, it's, it's with Barcelona it's a little bit with a loyalty they, they might have to stop that approach you know it has might have to end with Messi and they might have to go on to a sort of uh, uh, the approach other teams use where when players get old they get rid of them but they do this this loyalty thing where the old players are just getting more and more money and it's, it's obviously it's crazy it's isn't it come to a head now uh, yeah oh yeah like, yeah like Dan says I mean sorry like Aaron says it could be um, it could be a long four or five years for them I think so Dis- disappointing because uh, yeah I'm sure all those FIFA players now are obviously struggling uh, for teams to pick <laughs> but um, yeah <laughs> Let, let, let's let's get back to to what we know even more uh, the Premier League. Um, now we went months without football. Everyone's disappointed. Then we got it came back and there was football on every single day. We've had the shortest break and the league's back again. Um, so <laughs> Saturday twelfth, the league is back. I've, I'm hearing reports of players that have had obviously a little bit break, but they already worried about the first first game of the season not being up to the fitness they, they require um, we've seen a scrappy bit in the sort of Nations League as well do, do you think it's too too soon the league's returning since since the end of last it's de- yeah it's definitely too soon uh, that, I don't think that's in any doubt uh, personally from a selfish point of view I'm glad it's obviously back so we can st- start watching football again especially after the diabolical Nations Leagues over the weekend. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's definitely too good. Uh, I mean, you can you can see why they've done it. Obviously, they've had to push back the Euros, uh, the Olympics. I think Copper America as well is, is pushed back to next summer. And by the looks of things, there's no spare weeks to fit any more games in. So, I think they had no choice. Do, do, Mo, do you see us having an issue with like injuries through this? Ah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when it, when we get to when we get to uh, December and they pack out the Christmas period with a normal like five games over the Christmas period, it's going to be a big problem for these teams. But you know, this this is listen. The Premier League don't care about the teams or the players. They don't care. It's always about the Premier League. They don't care. People people complain about these sort of things all the time. We tried to. They tried. They just try and do their own thing. They tried the thing with the um, with the transfer window mm-hmm. closing it earlier, trying to force the hand of of uh, Europe's other big clubs and stuff like that. They just do their own thing. It don't, it don't matter if it's too soon to the Premier League. All they care about is game Super Sunday. Monday night football and <laughs> and getting it back on as soon as possible. Now for me, it's it's unbelievable. I love watching football, but for from a you know from a player's point of view, you, you've got them back. You got them back just after international break. Um, it's, it's no good. Like the international break ruins teams' sort of rhythm when they've been playing regularly. So now 
you're going to start a season the week after an international break and it's yeah. just it's all rock everything's wrong we might as well yeah. just left it till October at this stage you know what I mean yeah so I mean do, do you think because of you know normally you would have this break new players come in um, and it is all a bit of a change like you know you're going to see people you know maybe we're struggling mid-table and now challenging for like uh, European places but do you, do you feel with the short break now people are going to be leaning on the momentum from the end of last season even more so uh, I mean I, yes I think that's going to be a big thing um, I just I did my fantasy team the other day and I went I went off all of the end of last season's form all the teams that were winning at the end of last season I went from that um, so I, I think it's going to carry over it's going to be pretty much uh, game on from the end of last season yeah it's, it's, it is a difficult one to obviously to work out like you say obviously everyone wants football back they've still got to look after the, these players like you mentioned there you've got all these uh, international tournaments that are going to be um, next next summer so you need to obviously crown them in not to mention um, we've got a World Cup that's going to come up in 2022 in winter so they're probably looking ahead even there where you don't want it yeah. to be too much of, of an overlap I mean um, mm. is, is there any Aaron, in your mind, is there any teams here that you think will benefit from the short break? Uh, I think the teams that finished well last season, they will be starting the season very, very well. Uh, that's exactly what Mo just said, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to benefit from it massively. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think you know it is, it is momentum. You know, we've we've always seen that with with any any level of football. Once you once you get that and you can sort of build on it, then then great. I mean, it'd be interesting to see with um, obviously the new COVID procedures that you got to have and uh, during the yeah. games whether that plays any um, anything into it. I am surprised. With, you know, we've just talked about injuries that obviously teams didn't want the five substitutions. Um, bearing in mind that you might pick up a few injuries along the way um, that that would be interesting but I suppose that takes me nicely into um, sort of predictions for this year in the Premier League um, and Aaron I'm going to come back to you um, can you tell me what your top four is and the three that you have um, going down this year and don't be afraid of the comments that you'll get when you tell someone <laughs> that their uh, team's going to get relegated um, <laughs> but far away what's your thoughts I think Liverpool fans won't like me then. Uh, not that they'll get relegated. Oh, but I was say, well. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm pretty certain they won't retain this year. I'm, I'm pretty certain about that. No matter who they sign, I think a few of those players will probably get found out this season, especially defensively. Uh, but top four, no particular order. Uh, Chelsea, City, Liverpool and Arsenal. So you I think Arsenal... No, no. So you're saying Liverpool aren't going to win the league, but who, who, who mm-hmm. do you think wins it then? Uh, if City keep Aguero fit, I think they edge it. Yeah. But I, I think there might be a bit of a surprise this year. I think there might be a little bit of a surprise. I see Chelsea and Arsenal starting the season very, very well. Uh, and if they can keep that momentum, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if one of them two get it. Okay. Won't be surprised at all. And and the three that are gonna go down? Uh, that's that for me. That's easy. Uh, West Brom, Fulham, and uh, Aston Villa. Grealish. He needs to. He needs to leave this summer. If he wants a spot in the Euros, he's got to leave. 
Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. The, the, the Brummies are going to be coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Mo, what, what, what's your take on it? Okay. Um, I'm looking at it. I, uh, I'm going to give a particular order. Why not? Um, I'm going to go Man City first. Um, yeah. I'm going to go. I know this is crazy. I'm gonna go man you second. Yeah. <laughs> I oh know, my god, end the recording, end the recording. I know, <laughs> I know you can't see it, but I think you know, I see what they're doing, man. I think they'll be alright. They get good results against the against the top teams. And then after that, all you gotta start dealing with is, you know, picking up the, the three points against the smaller teams. So I'm gonna go man you second. I'm gonna go Liverpool third. And I'm gonna go Arsenal fourth. That's what I'm wow. gonna go with. I think, I think with Chelsea, um, I've seen the signings and they're unbelievable signings. But it's a big job for Frank. It's a big mm. job, and if he starts poorly, if he starts poorly, he could he, he could be got like Chelsea can't spend the level of money that they've spent, and then they have to be top one two the whole yeah. season. Like, and yeah. the problem yeah. with it is, is that. If Frank takes till November, December to work out his best team, no chance, no chance, and he's got no time to integrate them players into his into his system. So it's 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 a difficult one, man. It's a, it's a difficult one, and I think that Chelsea will suffer from that. I think that teams are going to start strong and stay strong as well. So I don't think it's going to be a situation where you can come back. So that's why I think Man City, they're just a machine, man. They're a machine, and that's why I can't see anyone anyone keeping up with them this season. Liverpool, you can't stand still. You can't stand still. They need to spend they need to spend a hundred, hundred and fifty million to to strengthen that team. They're not gonna spend that. Probably gonna try and get away with 50, 60 million. It's not enough. Man City would Man City would still spend another yeah. hundred million still now. So there's no I just can't see I can't yeah. see Liverpool doing it again. Um and then relegated, I'm gonna go with uh, West Brom and Fulham, easy ones. And then the third team I'm gonna go with is Brighton. I think Brighton could go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, he's he's tried to implement a new way of playing, um, and I think that you know the first year when it's fresh, it's all good. But then once teams work you out. Um, they haven't got good enough players to do the, the things that they want to do, and I reckon they could get caught out this year. Okay, okay, all right. Now that's 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 fair comments. It looks like yeah, obviously West Brom seems to be a firm favourite for, for most um, to, to go down. I and with my top four, um, I agree. I've I've got I've got City to win. Um, I think we can see. That. I just feel like Liverpool. I've got a little bit cocky with it as well, um, and with that sort of complacency as, as complacency as set in. Um, if you look at end of last year, you know from that Watford game, you know turning up, and then the Atletico, Atletico, sorry, Atletico Madrid game, where they're talking about, oh, they got to come back to the cup. Mm, yeah. Didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? It's just that there's a little bit you got to do with it in the right way. You look at the great sides, and I'm talking like the the, the Arsenal's and the United's back of the early two sort of two thousands. You weren't really cocky with it. It was yeah. just the next next yeah. game, win 
win, great, yeah. high five, next game, next game, every time, every time. Cocky when you're lifting the trophy, have your celebration, but then already you're looking at Wenger, you're looking at Fergie, they was like, right, this is the next, mm. next season. They're already thinking about it, you know, and I feel like Liverpool with the 30-year wait, like, yeah, great to be gassed, but you got to kind of do it in the, in the right manner. So I see them being off it a little bit, not to say I'm not down with Man United, that's for sure. Um, oh, I'm gonna, I've got, I'm gonna go, with, I'm gonna go with City. Um, I'm gonna go with with Liverpool. Um, I'm gonna then go Chelsea. Um, I think he has bought right. I think he just, I think there's still a defender missing. Um, done well putting in Chil- uh, Chilwell. I still think there's a centre half. I know Thiago Silva, but. Oi, boy, 36 years old, coming to the Prem, that's going to be a rude awakening. But the good leadership, they can put someone else in around him, just with the extra legs, um, that's not maybe as erratic as Rudiger. I think they'll they'll do well, and there's still plenty of time in the transfer window for them to address it. Um, I wouldn't be an Arsenal fan <laughs> if I didn't put us in the top four, so I will put us in the top four. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from, from Arteta. Um Albeit we lost in a friendly 3-2 to Villa, but there were a lot of players on international duty. I was going to say that just to back us up. But um, what he's doing, he's picking up results yeah. against the top six now, which we haven't been doing in recent years. But I think I'll see, I'll see us sneaking in there. Um, Tottenham have already won their, their DVD <laughs> trophy with all or nothing. Um, and it is all, you know, sorry yeah. to be a spoiler, it's nothing. They don't win anything. Um, and I just think Mourinho's just not, you know, the players there, it's going to take him a while to, to get the right players in to, to fit his system. Um, United, again, you know, Van der Beek's great. They strength, you know, strength when we talked about Liverpool. Yeah, they have strength from people are the same, you know, where's Van der Beek going to be playing? But while she can get those players in, you never know what's going to happen with Bruno, uh, Bruno Fernandes with injuries. Pogba picks up um, little injuries here and there as well. So it's great. But I just don't think they've addressed the, the forward line. Um, you know, I, I like Rashford and, and Greenwood, but you know, are they going to be challenging yeah, for going at the end of the what season? What I will say, what I, I will I say though, so. uh, Sam, is I think, man, you have got a lot of spending still to do. I, I believe they will. I believe they will spend. They will still spend heavily. Uh, I reckon it's a game, and when uh, I, I guess you know we'll go over these top fours and, and relegations once once the windows close. But I I, I believe Man United. Will strengthen, and I believe they'll get the right players in the right areas. I do believe that they've got a lot of spending to do. Still, do you think they'll get a striker? I, I, I think, I genuinely think they'll get Sancho. I, I reckon that's a done deal. I reckon they'll get another centre back, and I reckon if the price is right, they'll uh, they'll get another forward. I do believe that. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to come back to this because um, I. I'd like to ask you really about that because there's a lot of outgoings that will come from Man United mm-hmm. um, if that happens, um, especially Mr. Dance for himself. Um, so, um, but just on 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 the rele- on the relegation front, um, I, I'm not, I'm actually not going to go with West Brom. Um, they they can't afford to go down. I think um, you might see West Brom and Leeds. I think will, will stay. I think Fulham will go. Um, you know, I like Scotty Parker to be fair, um, but I just don't think the investments going to be done correctly for them to stay. Um, I'm actually putting Burnley down. Um, 
I don't think they're going to strengthen and I think people are cottoned on to them a little bit more recently and their form isn't great um, I see them on, on their way out um, and Brighton I, you know they're going to they're going to fall with a team's age a little bit Murray's just gone to Murray's just gone back yeah. into the championship yeah, Watford. by the way um, yeah so I mean unless you know maybe like if they, they could record, right now as it stands with the, the current squad they go down if they put people they smart business mm. maybe like a Troy Deeney and players like that then maybe they might survive but as it speaks losing Murray you're one of your biggest goal scoring threats I don't think that was a, a, a clever move so yeah Fulham Burnley and, and, and Brighton for me um, and if I if I was a betting man don't follow me <laughs> <laughs> I've gone I've gone long odds long odds on that one but um, yeah I, I, I was going to obviously go through the games which we will still still do um, but you, you, you just touched on a point there with, with Man United and you know they've you, you sort of compared what they did at Madrid the Galicicos like you know they, they did that at United at a point where Fergie would be like right who's the who's the guy that's causing us the most problems you know tried to buy Shearer at that time didn't pay off what did he Dwight York used to score goals against him when he was at Villa buy him Andy Cole scoring goals against buy him you know Van Persie bought him you know that, that one still stings but you know they, they've always gone and done that um, with the, with what's been in the Premier League now obviously yeah, they're buying up sort of top talent um, abroad and we talk about Sancho and it's great that obviously it'd be nice to get uh, another English player black, back in the, the Premier League um, playing where he needs to be but it is that not going to take uh, take it away from yeah. the like Rashford and the Greenwoods or, or do you see that going another way and what, what sort of other players do you think that they do need but then need to also ship out because that squad's big that's what's big, mate. Um, what's think, your take? Uh, we just going back to the uh, the Man United Galactico era. Era. What you got to remember is that uh, Sir Alex always had a strong spine. Like when the other teams did it, like when Real, uh, when Real Madrid did it, they were just buying the best players and trying to put them in a team. Sir Alex would buy the best striker if he needed a striker. You know what I mean? It weren't just buy the best player because the best player is available. It'd be buy the best striker that's causing us the most problems because we need a striker. Um, but um, in terms of Man, yeah. Man United, I think they've gone for a different sort of route this time in terms of the players that they're buying. They're making sure that they're the right, you know, the right... I don't know, right fit for the squad. It's not just any player. Sancho goes into there. He's the same sort of age group as uh, Rashford and that they probably know each other. Uh, Rashford, Greenwood, uh, Sancho probably, you know what I mean? Like they're all the same sort of similar age, similar profile. So I think he sort of, he takes a bit, he takes a bit of their, of the pressure off their shoulders. He scores a few goals, he gets a few assists. And I think that's the reason why they haven't gone out and got a, a, a big name centre forward. They don't want to, they don't want to drag away, like and make someone the main player. They want to share the goals, the assists, the the, the playmaking. They want to share it across the pitch. If you get what I mean, and I think that's a, a big reason why they haven't gone out and just tried to goal out for a Harry Kane or Lutaro uh, Martinez or just a big number nine. I think they they want to sort of share the goals. So I think it could be Sanchez. Um, 
uh, sorry, I think it could be Sancho. And I think that Werner would have been a good signing for uh, for, for the way that uh, man you want to play. But he's already he's already gone. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in, the, in terms of a number nine, but I think that they want to share the goals and assists. They don't want to have one main focal point, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you may, I know you're mistaken. You said Sanchez. He's been trying to since his first training session, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> um, bit, bit of a killer. I mean, what, what about you, Aaron? I ask you this then. Who, who do you think... Who do you think leaves United this uh, year? I don't know. I, I I honestly don't think they'll do well this year. I've, uh, they've got a lot of deadwood there. They have got a lot of deadwood. Uh, I see what Mo's saying. I see what what he's saying. But defensively, I don't I don't see them uh, improving. I don't see them improving at all. Uh, even if they get someone in, who who's going to be there? Who's going to be? the centre-back or the, the left-back to replace Shaw. Uh, going forward, uh, I don't even see Sancho Sancho joining, to be honest. Uh, main reason, I think, one, less pressure. He's already got into the England team at Dortmund. Uh, so he doesn't really need to move to, to get into the England team like some people do. Uh, I think he stays. I think he stays. And I don't think United... Uh, I think Solskjaer will probably be gone before the end of the season as well. Uh, other than that, you get your Rashfords and Martials will get you 15 goals a season. Green would probably step up a bit, a bit more. But yeah, I don't, I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them getting top four. I don't see them doing as well as uh, as Moses thinks they will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I, I did. I did question myself. I was like, wait, did I see you wearing an Arsenal shirt or a United shirt the other day? Because you know, it, you know, you're on, you're on a different different cloud there. I think, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm sure United fans will be, be delighted to hear that. Um, but yeah, look, we'll, we'll see. I think we'll be revisiting some of these subjects, obviously, throughout throughout the season, and I'll be interested to hear what. Um, people have to say once they've heard um, your delusional reports of um, United finishing second um, but uh, yeah I mean let's let's go like I say delighted to be able to, to say this obviously um, opening weekend of the, of the Premier League coming up on, on the 12th um, I want to sort of get your predictions for opening day so I'm going to throw out the fixture um, and you guys can just tell me who you're going to feel what's going well who's going to win there's a draw just give it the draw and we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Um, we'll start in order, obviously, the kickoffs, early kickoff, Fulham at home to Arsenal, 12 30 kickoff. Uh, Arsenal. Who are you going win. for, Aaron? Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal big win. Mo? Yeah, I'm going to go Arsenal 1 0, because <laughs> uh, I know what we're like um, on that one. Uh, um, Palace at home to Southampton. I'm, I'm going Palace. Homer, yeah, I'm gonna go draw on like this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'm actually gonna go Palace. I think um, Zaha and Eze look like yeah. they're um, coming together quite well um, in, in the, the preseason there as well. Um, Aaron, West Ham, Newcastle. Uh, draw. I'm going draw on this hmm. one. 
And this is one of them games, no? yeah, where it could be three 0 to one, yeah. one or the other. <laughs> That's why I picked draw. Just to be yeah. those. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with New Cop. No, I'm gonna go West Ham. West Ham. See, see, you see what I mean? Oh. <laughs> I'm yeah, going West Ham. Okay, Do you West know what? Ham. You know what? If Newcastle yeah. get the business done before then and bring in Ryan Fraser and Wilson, mm-hmm. I'll go Newcastle. If they don't... You know what? Yeah, I was thinking... As I was saying it, I was thinking, no, but West Ham are in disarray. And I was thinking, no, but so are Newcastle. So <laughs> 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 Newcastle. Yeah, no, tough. It, you know what? They could actually be one of the three... They West Ham get relegated, you know. For the relegation <laughs> with Villa. They really were. Yeah, but at the same time, at that, the same time, West Ham is now. Eight. Yeah, you, it's that's that's West Ham. Yeah, yeah. You, just yeah. Don't know. you don't know. It's you don't know. Yeah, what is what it's like <laughs> to be? It must be tough being a West Ham fan. Actually, I've got to say, you just do not know what you're gonna what you're gonna get. But uh, I tell you what, but battle of the champions though, uh, Liverpool leads, uh, Liverpool. and it is uh, Liverpool. Not you know what? I'm, go, I'm going for a draw. Yeah. Um, oh. Okay. Um, no? <laughs> I'm going to go Liverpool. Um, but Leeds are going to be a big problem. Very big problem. For, 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 I reckon for every team, they're going to be a big problem. They're going to be a big problem. I think Liverpool, Liverpool just ended it just because experience and they'll be tight first day. Leeds might have a bit of nerves. So I'm just going to go Liverpool just... It's interesting that we're talking about a side that's just come up from a championship. Um, you know, and we can't decide. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. Nick Leeds could be top eight, six. Top eight, six to eight. They'll have a Sheffield United season. I'm telling you. it's, it's yeah. they'll, they'll hit the ground run. Like, even if they lose to Liverpool, I can still see that they've got some good signings in there. All players that Bielsa knows and obviously wanted. They've got a good structure. The way they play is unbelievable. They all know what they're doing. I'm t- you know, it's another Wolves. It's another sort yeah. of Wolves scenario. So, could they top six to eight, man. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see that. I mean, I think Liverpool win that comfortably, personally. Um, and it will be a rude awakening to, to Leeds. And that, yeah, those dreams will be shattered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're... We'll move on to Super Sunday. Um, West Brom um, versus Leicester. Uh, Aaron, uh, Leicester. Four. Yeah, Leicester. Uh, yeah, Leicester. Mo. Yeah, yeah. As you had to get relegated, <laughs> I thought that might be the case. Um, I'm going to go with a draw in that game. Uh, for, for me, losing Chilwell, not really had time to replace him properly. Will play a big factor. They wouldn't play at West Brom. Might cause them a few problems that we'll see. Um, oh, I try to avoid bringing them up in the show that much, but uh, Tottenham versus Everton. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with a draw. Um, I think, uh, okay. yeah, I think by now Ancelotti would have put his stamp on sort of what he expects from the Everton players and the team. Um, I think Tottenham will sit in, and I just think probably something like a 1 1 draw. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. what I think as well. Score draw. 
score draw. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to go with Everton with this one. If Again, let's see how uh, the guys integrate, but with um, Hamza yeah. Rodriguez and Allen coming into that, that team. Um, and like you say, Ancelotti um, putting his stamp on things a little bit more. I think he might outdo uh, Mourinho in, in this game. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go, with, go with Everton on that one. Um, and then here we go. Okay, so Monday takes us to um, Brighton at home uh, to the money bags. Chelsea. Chelsea uh, Aaron yeah. 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 Yeah, Chelsea convincing. Mo? Yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, yeah over three goals and a Chelsea win on that one um, for, for me. And the final game to wrap up um, is Sheffield United at home that's, uh, to Wolves. I think that's got nil-nil written yeah. all over it. <laughs> I think that's got nil-nil written all over it. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Sheffield United. Uh, David, is it David McGoldrick to score? David off his shin. Off his shin. Off his shin. I, I, uh, I'm actually going to go with a Wolves win on the, on this one. Um, again, they've strengthened. Um, you know, the, their their system works, and it's something that no matter what, you, how much game tape you watch, they seem to still get certain jobs done. So, um, I think this could be a second season syndrome for yeah. Sheffield United. Um, and I think that uh, I'm not saying they're going to get relegated, but I think things will will hit home a little bit more. Especially these are the teams that rely on a crowd as well. Um, so for me, I'm going to go with a Wolves win. So um, that kind of brings us to the end of the show. Um, what I will say this, guys, I will be looking back through the results <laughs> and your predictions. So if, if everyone gets that wrong, you're in trouble. Um, and we, we'll probably have to give up the show from the start. <laughs> Um, been a pleasure guys um, obviously links will go out this will be on Spotify um, iTunes and all the other favourites for your podcasts um, please tune in and leave any comments you can even if it is to agree with Mo's craziness of Man United finishing second um, I'm Sam Morgan thanks for joining Mo and Aaron and tune in next week for another edition of Cheers, Playing at the Back Cheers Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.